0: hey everybody
1: oh hey
0: oh hey my name is april lovett and
1: my name is daryl lovett
0: we've been together for five years and we have a three-year-old sweet and sassy little girl an adorable and smiley baby boy and our fur child our dog laney
1: that's right we also work our nine-to-five jobs together we teach together and we co-own the lovett company
0: right we do so much together and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24 7 relationship
1: oh yes a relationship that is all day every day
0: plus we want to share with you how we manage to run our side business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids chores and fun so in this podcast the success in black and white podcast we'll be talking about working towards success overcoming failures and just living our everyday lives
1: so get ready get ready get ready We're going to be bringing to you real talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they have found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives.
0: Oh, hey, welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White.
1: The podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, today we are going to be talking about how to recharge your batteries.
1: Charge them up. Charge them up.
0: (laughs) What if you have to recharge them?
1: Recharge them up. Okay. Recharge them up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, let's talk about I was gonna say let's do life updates. Okay. But but what? The first thing that I have on this podcast is what's going on in our lives right now, which okay. would probably be equivalent to life updates, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So let's just jump in and talk a little bit about what's going on in our lives right now because we're gonna talk about recharging our batteries and this podcast might be more for the two of us than for our audience. <laughs>
1: No, I think they'll enjoy it.
0: I think they will, too. But, you know, <laughs> we need to recharge our batteries.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> charge them so, up. Charge them up.
0: Charge them up. Recharge them. Recharge them. So what's going on in our lives right now?
1: A whole lot of everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you want me to say about what's going on in our life.
0: I think we're just... Well, so this is my thought is we're just in a season of busy. Yeah, very much so. Everything is busy. Yeah. I'm talking like work. work for both of us is busy. The business. The business is really busy. The kids. The kids. Well, Vaughn can't stay healthy. I know. So the poor kid has had he... Got sick, and then he had a double ear infection. Double ear infection, yep. And the kid was miserable, which also meant he wasn't sleeping.
1: Oh my goodness! Which we means that
0: we weren't sleeping
1: every hour.
0: Yeah, that was. We had some rough nights. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of got over that, but when he got the medication to get over that, we found out he was allergic to it because the poor kid broke out in hives
1: all over his yeah. body. It scared me a little bit. Yeah. It looked like a disease.
0: Well, and additionally, I'm allergic to penicillin, and that's what he was on. And so that scared me too because I had a severe reaction, like, had a hard time breathing.
1: Well, I'm glad that didn't happen.
0: Me too. So, luckily, he's better. We stopped the medication and gave him some Benadryl, and he got better. And he hasn't been sick or had ear infections. Sense, but that was only yesterday.
1: So. Oh my goodness! She said the ear infections are still there. When I say she, yeah. I'm referring to our pediatrician.
0: Yeah, who's awesome, by the way.
1: Yeah, we love her.
0: Yes, we do. She actually gave us her phone number, like her personal phone number. Don't How brave is that of a pediatrician to do that?
1: People who listen and go to that same pediatrician.
0: <laughs> well, they're we are very special.
1: Yeah. I don't want them going in there saying, hey, the Lovett said you gave them your phone number. What's up with that?
0: Yeah, well, we are special. She okay. does love us.
1: Yeah, tis true.
0: Yeah. But if I were a pediatrician, knowing the way parents are, I would never do that.
1: You read right about that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And we do our best not to take advantage of it. But when he broke out in the hives, I did text her. I was like, this is scary. It's nighttime. Do we need to take him to like urgent care or emergency room? And she was like, nah, he's okay. Just bring him in in the morning if you need to.
1: So let me correct April.
0: Oh, Go ahead. She
1: makes sure that we both don't take advantage of the situation. Because <laughs> me, I'm like, shoot her a text real quick. You think it's too yeah. late to call her? I know it's Sunday, but she'll understand.
0: No, I April's just don't like, want to nah. do it. I don't want to lose the privilege or like, you know, she stopped replying to us or.
1: You know what? I ain't used to being privileged. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and if you want to hear more about that, you should tune in to our January episodes. <laughs> You're I'm so not, crazy.
1: I'm not used to being privileged. <laughs> so. When somebody give me the opportunity, I want to see what it feels like.
0: (laughs) Well, we we don't want to lose privilege. And I also try to do, like, I would text her pictures of the kids from Christmas. And I would text her pictures of, like, Anna playing t-ball. So, which that is also something else we have going on. You're still stuck on your privilege.
1: I'm not even fully privileged. Cause we like 50, 50 privilege.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm trying to use a hundred percent of my 50% of my privilege and you won't let no, me be privileged. I won't let
0: you. Jeez. Oh my gosh. It's white suppression. <laughs> <laughs> I so hope people find this as funny as we do.
1: Oh my God. Uh. uh anyway. Oppression.
0: Oppression. What did I Y'all, say?
1: Yeah. Suppression. Oppression at its finest. She's trying to oppress me on 50% of my privilege.
0: I can't can't today.
1: You're killing me. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We can joke like this, y'all. We can joke like this. (laughs) Interracial couple at Uh, its finest right right. now. She's trying to oppress me.
0: Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yes, just with the pediatrician.
1: Okay, come on, bring it back together, because we actually do have an episode. We do have an episode, yeah. But but here, so I guess let's give this disclaimer. Okay. We really didn't do much prepping or planning for this, because <laughs> I told April, like, I want to be authentic. Like, I feel like a lot of our most recent episodes have been pretty uh, content-heavy and more lecture-style, more educational So, I said, hey, let's bring it back down to earth and give it to the people real life. And she hesitated, but she was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So, that's kind of how we're doing this one. Yes,
0: but I did still bring some research.
1: She did bring research. Because that's what I do. Yes. And after we're done with the research, it gets live again. But we're starting (laughs) this thing offline. We are. While she oppressed me. (laughs)
0: So anyway, you got
1: me over here snorting and breathing loud. You are ridiculous. I hope y'all are enjoying this. Y'all are getting to see April and I in real life of what goes on.
0: This is pretty much it. Yeah, this is it. (laughs) You're so crazy.
1: (laughs) All right, come on. Let's be for, I mean, we are being for real right now, but like for this
0: okay yeah so anyway so that's what's been going on in our lives right now on top of that we have Anna going to t-ball so we've got sports on the weekends every weekend trying to plan like anybody out there listening who works full time and owns their own business and try to make it work and has kids And then on top of it, now sports, and you still have to make life run. So like, Mm -hmm. clean the house and do laundry, so people have clean clothes to wear, and then go grocery shopping, so you can do meals. Like, it's hard. It's hard. It is. We need to just hire a chef and a maid and a launderer. (laughs) A launderer. A launderer. A laundry person. (laughs) Oh
1: my (laughs) god!
0: Wow. But one of those people. I, I talked to you
1: about this though. Remember, I said when I was in grad school, I used mm-hmm. to take my clothes to the laundry lady. And yes. she would wash and fold for like 40 bucks.
0: Oh, uh, Per load?
1: I think so. I don't remember, but I think so.
0: Oh. So I should be a laundry lady.
1: I, I guess but if I do want to do that.
0: Nah. So that's what's going on in our lives. So we're exhausted. Yes. And we're a little stressed. Yes. And we need to recharge our batteries. Definitely. And so we want to talk about it to inspire us to do it. And then also to give you guys tips on what you should do.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great um, way to define what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Or tonight or yeah. whatever it is right now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's jump in to the research Go for it. Okay.
1: I knew you were coming with that.
0: Yeah. And everybody knows. I feel I feel like at this point everybody knows that I'm coming with that. And um, if this
1: is your first time listening in, welcome.
0: Welcome, yeah. Which by the way, I love research and data and right. Daryl likes very practical application. Yes. So we make a really great team. But welcome. Anyway, so we're gonna jump into the importance of managing stress. Because I think about when we talk about recharging our batteries, that really means we either are in a season of stress, whether that's little daily stresses adding up, bigger stresses like dealing with sick kids for days at a time and everything that comes with it. Um, Or maybe we're stressed working on business stuff or whatever, but that's... Usually when we get down, when like physically we get down, mentally we get down, we just get exhausted and we need to recharge our batteries. So I want to talk a little bit about stress. And I want to talk about the importance of managing stress using kind of a series of research studies. So the first reason it's important to manage your stress is because of your physical health. Right?
1: Right. I agree with you. Yes.
0: So... And the first, probably most important reason that it's really important that you manage your stress on a daily basis is from this study. There was a study that tracked over 68,000 healthy adults for eight years. And And so they started out healthy. And they found that those who reported feeling constantly under strain and unable to cope were more likely to die of cardiovascular disease. That's because chronic stress is associated with 40 to 60% increased risk of coronary heart disease. And that's scary. I mean, we've seen people, oh my goodness, somebody that we worked with and we respect and we're friends with, had a heart attack not long ago. And that's kind of an eye opener, like a wake up call.
1: Definitely. And also my family history, you know, diabetes.
0: yep, High blood pressure. High blood
1: pressure. Yeah. That runs in my family. So I'm always making sure that I'm aware of my stress levels, but also my current physical health states.
0: Yeah. Before we changed our diet a lot, I was really scared for your blood pressure levels um, because I knew they'd come back and they had been a little bit high and you haven't gone to the doctor yet this year, but I guarantee you they're probably below normal.
1: I agree. I lost a lot of weight too. Yeah, you did. I think that has something to do to contribute to it.
0: Absolutely. And the fact that we're eating healthier, usually whole foods, usually plant-based um, that definitely contributes to a lowering of blood pressure.
1: I'm all for it. We'll find out in a month or so.
0: Right. Well, so that's what chronic stress will do. One of many things. Um, but another thing that stress contributes to are digestive disorders. I don't know if you've ever had this in your life, but I have. Like I know. Through t- <laughs>
1: We talked about it, the leaky gut syndrome.
0: The leaky gut syndrome, yes. I think that time was contributed to my hormones going crazy after I had Vaughn. Which Uh, was stressful. Which is stressful, it is. But I wasn't in a super high stressful state then. I've been in higher stress states with just like different stressors, family work, that kind of thing when I was younger, and it really took a toll on my digestive system and my stomach. And so I found out that part of the reason this happens is because when you have stress or you encounter a stressor, part of your body's fight or flight response is to halt digestion so the body can focus on energy to deal with perceived threat, which is what stress is. Then, if you constantly have stress or have prolonged stress, that can disrupt the normal function and cause bloating, pain, and discomfort. So, that makes sense as to why, like, I felt for a long time why my bowels were messed up. Mm -hmm. Another way that stress really um, affects your physical health is that it makes you age faster. So, there was a study that showed that people with chronic stress, so for example, women with chronically ill children, age on average 10 years faster than women who did not perceive chronic stress in their lives.
1: That's definitely true. I mean, look at our presidents.
0: Oh, yeah. They go in and they look great. President
1: Obama, when he first came in, he was young, young, had that dark hair. Yeah. And now looking
0: good. <laughs> and now he, I'm not saying he doesn't look no, good. He, he look still good, looks but good. But he's
1: still the gray. Uh, yeah. But also, if you look at um, like coaches of professional sports. Yeah. And especially if they come in at a young age and they are breaking through. Yeah. Look at them earlier in their careers and then later in their careers, look at them where they've gained the weight. Their face is more wrinkly. Their hair is either falling out or it's dark gray. And there are so many other factors that you can see change. And it happens over a short period of time. Right. Because their stress levels are all the way high when you're talking about success in their sport.
0: It's funny because you will come out and be like, I have white in my beard. (laughs) I do. Well... What's your stress?
1: <laughs> you and these chilling.
0: <laughs> I agree with the children.
1: Oh, you just disregard <laughs> yourself? She said I agree with the children. You and these <laughs> children are giving me grays.
0: He does, he'll come out and he'll be like he'll be like, I have this gray or white hair. can you see it? Yeah.
1: Just for a man. Yeah. <laughs> They are not sponsoring us. No. But, but definitely. <laughs> but would you do that to your beard? Nah, I'm going to nah. rock the gray. I'm going to rock the gray. Yeah,
0: you look good in gray.
1: Or platinum is what I'm going to call it. Oh. Straight platinum, baby.
0: Yeah. Good. So then that's kind of what I want to talk about is what, besides gray, mm-hmm. what other physical health symptoms do you usually experience in response to stress?
1: I think that. It affects everyone differently. Agree. Some common symptoms, like of immediate stress, I know when I get stressed, my heart rate speeds up. Oh. Uh, I get real fidgety. Um, I know that my muscles tense up. I get cramps. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if that's because I'm just tense all the time. Um, and that's why I'm always like, "Hey, baby." you want to come up my shoulders?
0: That's true. You do get stressed and you hold all of it in your shoulders and your upper yeah. back
1: and my neck. Yeah. yeah. So I know that that's where it happens at headaches. Yeah. Obviously, you know I suffer with migraine conditions. Yeah. So Like to I the have... point that
0: you've had to take medication in the past, right?
1: Yeah, I still have medication now. Just in case. Yeah. Um, but I kind of know what triggers it and stress is a trigger. Yeah. Um, and I usually can feel it coming on. Okay. Yep. My stomach, I get the bubble guts.
0: Yes. <laughs> Me too.
1: Yeah, I get the bubble guts. Um, I don't know. Some people, when they get stressed, they eat. Yeah. I don't.
0: I don't either. I feel like I can't eat. If yeah. I'm really stressed, and yeah, I've been I, really, really stressed before, and I've gone days without eating because yeah, I, I I'm can't do it. Yeah, am the same
1: way. Yeah, so those are some of the symptoms that I've experienced And, I mean, other people that I know, they share some of those symptoms.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I kind of have the same, like, digestive issues, headaches. And then for me, I get really, really fatigued, like, just exhaustion. Like, I just get so, oh, my gosh. Like, we'll be trying to watch Game of Thrones, and I'm, like, out. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Just out because I'm just so, so tired when I get stressed, and I feel Mm -hmm. like I can't get enough sleep even if i'm getting seven hours of sleep i still feel like i can't get enough sleep when i'm stressed like i just get so exhausted
1: you know what else what you get sick
0: i do i my immune system gets really really low and i get really sick
1: yeah you do you get sick
0: i know i came home tonight i had to stay late at work and i came home tonight and i told you like my throat is sore and it's been a very stressful two weeks so i'm just hoping i can get enough sleep tonight that yeah, I don't get it. I agree. Um, okay, so I want to talk about how stress affects relationships because we know that this happens as well. Okay. Um. So, whoops.
1: Did you close your notes out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we
1: really do care. We really do have expectations.
0: We really do. <laughs> we really do. Okay, so relationships, um, what they say is that obviously severe stress can affect how you relate to others, but mm. severe stress can usually, instead of coming off as stress and like usually in your relationships, you don't go, you're not going to them being like, I'm stressed, I have tummy issues, I have headaches, I feel really tired. Like you're not usually saying that, but the other thing it does is it makes you really emotional. <laughs> And so it usually comes off as anger, irritation, frustration, which of course then affects the things that we say and how we say them to each other. Um, there was a study from 2009 where researchers examined the lives of newlyweds and they found that during periods of high perceived stress, people tend to react more intensely to the normal ups and downs in the relationship, which of course creates problems where there weren't any. So when we perceive high amounts of stress, we tend to blame or take out our frustrations on others. And I feel like, I mean, I would, I would hate to say, like, this is just us. Like, I don't think that's true. I think that this happens with a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it may not even be, like, a romantic partnership. Like, some people might take it out on their kids. Or some people might take it out on other co-workers. family members. Co-workers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it can definitely impact one or more multiple relationships that you have. And we know that's a negative thing. Right. I know when I'm super stressed, I will say or do things or even feel or think things that I th- I feel like are not true to what's actually in my heart and mind. And so I have to constantly remind myself like you are super stressed. You are super stressed. And Try not to overreact it, whatever it is, because that's definitely a symptom of mine is overreacting. (laughs) But has there ever been a time that you feel like stress has affected our relationship?
1: Why are you going to ask me that question first? (laughs) This is a setup.
0: I mean, I can answer it first.
1: I mean, I have examples now.
0: Oh. Don't get it
1: twisted. I got plenty of examples. (laughs) But you asked me that first. I'm like... So, before I answer this question, uh, okay, can I ask you something? Yeah. I need my shoulders rubbed. <laughs> will you say yes before I answer this question?
0: It depends on how exhausted I am.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow.
0: But yes, sure. All right, cool. I will rub your shoulders. Yeah.
1: So, a story that immediately popped into my mind was when we were getting ready to buy this house. Oh, gosh. You were pregnant. Yeah. You were on bed rest. Yeah. You were irritable. (laughs) No, I was an angel. Uh, Okay. (laughs) We were both working. Our workloads didn't lessen. And the way that everything went down with the process of, of us getting this house all paid its toll. Yeah. And you were stressed out. And I tried my best to remember that you were pregnant. You were on bed rest. And to overlook you being irritable about everything. Yeah. So.
0: And I was pretty pregnant at the time. Yeah. Last trimester.
1: Yeah, definitely. So you were very stressed and I knew it. But on our relationship, I felt like there was so much I had to hold in. There was so much that I had to be certain that I wanted to communicate or put on you. And I think during that time. It increased my stress level because I really couldn't be who I wanted to be for you Mm. and with you because I was so worried about all the repercussions of what could possibly come if I irritated you or if I added additional stress to what I already knew you were going on, what you're going through. Excuse me. Right. So it was tough. And then when it was time to move in. Trying to coordinate with you and make sure that everything was in place and how you wanted it (laughs) was tough. And I was was, nesting. And you were nesting, yeah. And I was going back and forth bringing stuff to the house from where we were living. And then I was like, dang, I hope I don't take something that she's going to (laughs) need. And you were just steady packing stuff up, putting it by the door. And then the next thing I know, you'd be like, Hey, did you see this? (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, that was rough. So, and then when it was time to move in, I was trying to make sure that I was working with you and getting things done that you wanted done the way that you wanted done. Because for me, some things I really didn't care about, but then I know to you because you were nesting, it mattered. Yeah. So the way that the house was being cleaned. Right. I'm like, I got this. You was like, uh, you sure you don't want to hire a professional to do it?
0: <laughs> Some things we did, like the floor. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: yeah. but but I was going to do it, though.
0: Yeah, you were. I was
1: like, all I need is a mop in and in a bucket of water. And yeah. you're like, uh, can we get the disinfectant and the steam? I was just like, okay, let me just call the people. But for us during that time, though, like I said, I felt like I just kind of shut down. Yeah. because I didn't want to irritate you anymore. I didn't want to stress you out any more than you were stressed out. But for me, I felt disconnected during a time that we should have been really, really connected, connected and in tune because we were moving into our home. Yep. And I wanted to make those decisions together and I wanted to do it together. But I disassociated myself to avoid stressing you out and making you feel worse than you already felt, because I did know that you were on bed rest, and I did know that you had um, your pregnancy, and you were nesting and all of that stuff. Right. So that's my example of how it impacted our relationship, and I guess more so me than you, but it also impacted you or affected you because I wasn't communicating the way that I normally would. And right. there were things that I was doing that was different than how we normally work together.
0: It's so funny because I think that that's how guys kind of deal with women who get stressed. I want to clarify, I'm not saying that men don't get stressed. I feel like, at least in our relationship, but I've also seen this in like friends of ours in their relationships, that the when women get stressed, they tend to show it more outwardly and emotionally. And it, that's definitely true for me. Um, and so that for me has has been hard to navigate, just trying to figure out, well, especially, okay, again, like guys, if you're listening to this, sorry, but this is just facts of life. But when, after I had Vaughn, I knew that I didn't want to be on like a synthetic hormonal birth control anymore. Well, for the past 15, 18 years, I've always been on synthetic hormonal birth control. And what it does is it stops your brain from communicating with your hormones and your reproductive parts. And it puts synthetic hormones in its place, which are not the same as the real thing. So once I got off, that synthetic flow of hormones in my system, I had to basically relearn how I respond with hormones in my body. And this can be a difficult thing. So for guys out there, I I feel you because I know that I do this to Daryl. This happened this week. He gave me feedback on something in the business and I took it so wrong because my hormones were like up and down and stuff. And I hate. I'm sure like people are like, oh, you're blaming your hormones, but it's actually very true. And I know now there are certain times throughout the month that I just have to really watch and understand my hormones to understand how I may or may not respond. Like if I'm feeling super irritated, I know that it's really not me, but I also have to keep myself in check because it's easy for me to get irritated. And so I don't know I just I feel kind of bad for the guys (laughs) because I guess I shouldn't but I still feel bad like it's just crazy. it's crazy how you can respond when you don't mean to when you're under a lot of stress or when you just you know like there was a perfect combination when um we had our well I don't even want to say we fought about it because we didn't but um Daryl gave me feedback on something and I was just like I got really emotional like but I worked so hard and it just made me really upset. And he's like, I'm not saying it's not good. I didn't say you didn't work hard on it. Like, I'm just saying, this is how you can make it better. And you've never had a problem with me saying that in the past. And I'm like, I don't know why it makes me so upset right now. (laughs) So it was just crazy. But we're under a lot of stress. We haven't gotten a lot of sleep. Like hormones are going up and down, you know, and so you got to take all those things into consideration. And I think whether you're a man or a woman, I think you always have to think about the way that you respond to the relationships in your life. And if it is reflective of you or if it's reflective of the actual situation and your either your partner or whoever is on the other end of that relationship, if it's actually reflective on them. And usually like nine times out of 10, it's going to be reflective of you. So I think it's something to keep in mind.
1: Definitely. I learned a lot about this stuff over the weekends because these are the podcasts that she's listening to on the weekend. <laughs> and I'm just like, what in the world like, am I listening to?
0: Why are we listening to women's health podcasts? Oh,
1: but anyways.
0: Well, now you know more too.
1: Uh, Yeah, I know too much. <laughs> I don't need to know all that stuff.
0: Maybe you do. Maybe it'd be better if men knew more about women's health.
1: I guess.
0: Yeah. So let's move on to... Job performance, because stress will definitely impact job performance. And this is probably something that everybody can relate to because stress at work is common.
1: It is very common.
0: Yes. It's kind of the same thing. Like whenever you run into a stressor, any kind of stressor, your fight or flight response is triggered. Right. And so for if you're at work, this could be like a demanding manager or boss or an upcoming deadline on a project or a task that is just like in front of you and maybe you're a procrastinator and you just didn't get it done. Um, But if you react to chronic stress all the time at work, it can impair your ability to actually do your job. And it impacts your performance in multiple ways at work. First of all, physical symptoms that we talked about. So, If you're at work, you're dealing with headaches, you're dealing with upset stomach, that kind of thing. Um, When you're under extreme stress, you have difficulty making decisions, and usually it will take a toll on your confidence. Um, It may make you dread work days. It may make you want to avoid or leave work altogether. You may find that you have emotional swings at work, so kind of like I was just talking about. Um, you, again, procrastinate. I said that already. And then it just may make you inefficient.
1: When you say wanting to avoid a leave work, is that like quitting?
0: Sometimes.
1: Oh, I was like leave for the day.
0: Yeah, sometimes. Oh, there, I goodness. will say there's been times I've been really stressed at work and I really just want to leave for the day.
1: Yeah, that's I, I agree with you on that. But, but just some like, people,
0: if they get super stressed and they know it's not good for their health, then maybe they will. They're like, I'm done. I give my two weeks. Like, you always see those movies and those TV shows where people have really bad jobs and they're like, I'm done. Like, I give my two weeks or I'm, I'm, I'm done now. Yeah, like, bye. And then they blow up everything on the way out, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was that movie? The Office? Yeah. Or wait, uh, Office Space.
1: M- office Space. Yeah.
0: Good movie. Anyway, have you ever experienced, like, chronic stress, long-term stress on your job? Of course. Yeah? Yes. Can you share? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't care. Um, I'll say a previous job. I mean, I've experienced it in my current job. But on a previous job, um, we were short-staffed, and the expectations stayed the same. And not only that, we were continuously implementing new things. And it just paid its toll. And I became very stressed. I was working a lot of hours. My pay didn't change. Uh, I was eating less. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was bad.
0: Yeah. that's. I was trying to think, really, if I've experienced chronic stress. And I don't know if I've done that or if I've had that, per se. It's usually
1: acute. Acute? Yeah, acute.
0: Oh, acute stress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what Q? she like, what? What? What Q? <laughs> yeah, no, acute stress. Yes, that happens. I haven't had too many jobs that are long term. And if I have, like I've had a few not great jobs, but they were always part time jobs. Like when I was in college and I would just quit and find another part time job that was probably equally as horrible. But Yeah. You know, you just gotta make some money while you're in college.
1: Definitely. But yeah, I've had chronic stress levels and experiences and jobs. And even in my current current job a couple of years ago, it was just it was just tough. A lot was going on outside of work and then inside of work a lot was going on. And it took a certain group of people that I'm really close with today to kind of hold me and lift me up and help me get through it. So
0: yeah, it can be tough. And then what do you do? I mean, you can't just leave work usually. Like, sometimes <laughs> some employers are really understanding. And, like, if you're having a rough day, they're like, look, just go home. But for a lot of us and for a lot of people, that's not, not the case. An option. Yeah. Like, you kind of stick it out and oh, well, you yeah. know, even if you're not going to be productive at work, you got to be there. So, yeah. So, like, how do you deal with that?
1: I think that you really have to evaluate the level of stress that you're in, the state of stress that you're in. And if the way that it's impacting you is making you unproductive, then you maybe need to go talk to your supervisor or talk to someone and say, hey, I'm not as productive right now because of the way that I'm feeling. And I really could stay here, but it won't be to the standards or expectations that you have so could you work with me also if that's not an option for you just say hey could you help me by lessening my load getting somebody to help me um or giving me an extension on this because currently I'm feeling this way and I want this to be done correctly I want it to be done in a timely manner and I need some help getting it done
0: right right all right well that's good advice I want to switch gears a little bit now to frame it in a more positive manner because I feel like every day people go to work, even if it's something that you love and it's your passion job and it's something that you just are amazing at, it's still work, right? Yeah. And so... It can still be a little stressful and I want to talk about the ways that we recharge our batteries on a daily basis because even if there's no chronic stressors or acute stressors or any like major stressors you're still gonna have to recharge your batteries. Like That's right. you can't sit in front of a computer all day long, right? Correct. And just work like a machine.
1: I mean you can. I mean but I you don't know. Continuously yeah. be stressed?
0: I guess you would. I'm trying to think of people who can actually do that and be productive. Maybe mm. there are some. I don't know. Anyway, so how do you recharge your batteries on a daily basis? Like kind of the micro level recharging. micro level. Yeah.
1: Definitely. I try not to sit at my desk too long. Like if I'm sitting there and I'm working on a big project or I'm working on a lot of small things and I feel like oh this is irking me. I'm starting to get stressed about little things or just sitting there. I get up and move around a little bit. Um, Sometimes I just go outside of my office and walk around for a few minutes and come back and dive back in. Um, Another thing that I do is I typically have some like music playing in the background. And that works for me. Um, So I have some, you know, Jam Master is the Pandora station that I listen to. And and I have it playing in the background. And that kind of helps as well.
0: Yeah. Except last Friday I walked in your office and you were jamming out to gospel.
1: Yeah. I had the gospel going on. Yeah. Getting my spirit intact.
0: Yep. That was good. Um, so ways that I recharge my batteries on a daily basis, kind of like you, I get up and walk around. The difference is that that's kind of part of your job.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like that's amazing. And I never realized it used to be part of my job too. I never realized what a blessing that actually is until it's not a part of my job and that's not to say like I'm very supported if I need to get out and go for a walk or whatever like I walk to meetings I make it a point to walk across campus but it does feel kind of weird like I'm just getting up to go take a little walk and it has nothing to do with my job and I think that's okay I just have to I have to reframe my mind because I was used to it being part of my job and now it's not
1: (laughs) yeah I love it (laughs) I don't look weird doing it Right. Like, like you up just, walking again. It's just
0: perfectly normal. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: this is what I do.
0: Exactly. So what I'll usually do is like I try. Sometimes I'll get stuck on a project and I don't get to do this, but I'll try like at least once, maybe twice a day. I'll try to take like a ten or fifteen minute walk break and I'll plug into usually a podcast like Oprah Winfrey does her master class podcast and those are so short. They're like twenty minutes, maybe thirty minutes max, so I can listen to the whole thing in, in my walking time. Um another thing I do because I think physical activity is so incredibly important is I try to get actual workouts in. Yeah. So at the end of my day, I'll try to do a run and a lift, and it can be hard. Like it's hard to make the time to commit to go to the gym. There are so many things, like so many excuses, so many things that get on your plate. Um, it can be really difficult, but I just stop what I'm doing, leave it for the next day. Like I'm not doing, I'm not a brain surgeon or like an emergency responder, so I'm not saving lives with what I'm doing in my work. So I figure like, it's okay if it waits till the morning, if I don't finish this project today. Um, and so I'll go work out because self care is super important.
1: I agree. And I'm kind of slacking on that right now. And my office is actually located in a fitness center.
0: Yeah, um, I always found when my office was, that was harder for yeah, me to go Yeah, because you can never out. turn off. Yeah.
1: I can never turn off.
0: Right. So, like, have you found that when you try to work out, do you still have your staff come up to you and ask you a question?
1: Yes. <laughs> and I look at them, like, go figure it out.
0: That's annoying. But I
1: usually put in my <laughs> headphones, even if there's nothing playing, even though I'm giving my secrets away right now, I still have my headphones in. So I can hear them talking behind me, and I just... <laughs> blatantly ignore them with nothing playing in my headphones at all just because i'm trying to get my workout in
0: yeah i think you have to yeah
1: but yeah no like you said i can never turn it off because even when i'm in there i'm looking around and i see things i notice things and my mind is constantly going about how we can correct this or make this better or improve
0: yeah um
1: so definitely
0: that's hard yeah you can't really unplug because it's your facility right and I remember when I oversaw facility and staff and I was working out on the treadmill one day and one of my staff members came up to me and was like April we have an emergency and I really need you right now and I was like oh my gosh what is it I jump off the treadmill like I interrupt my workout I get down I'm like what's wrong what's wrong I'm looking for like did somebody pass out do like you guys should be trained to do this but like do you need me to support or call nine one one? And he's like, a bird just flew in the window and it's not getting up.
1: <laughs> wow. Did you go out there and get it?
0: <laughs> no. Oh. No. I called the uh, maintenance person for the building. You should have went
1: out there and started doing the bird CPR.
0: <laughs> oh, bird CPR. <laughs> Wish y'all could see him right now. I'm trying to do bird CPR. I was
1: doing bird CPR on the mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are so crazy. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. I'm sorry could hope that about? Peter not listening
0: Peter Oh
1: <laughs> And I ain't talking about Peter from um, What's that movie
0: Oh the um, Mocking Jays. Wait what's No
1: that's, the, that's in the movie What's the name of the movie
0: The with the girl
1: <laughs> Yeah I know it's with the girl
0: <laughs> It's <laughs> And they ride a train Yes <laughs> And they have to kill each other
1: Yes. What's the name of the movie?
0: Mockingjays.
1: The <laughs> Mockingjays are the birds.
0: I don't honestly remember.
1: Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you forgot this movie.
0: Oh, okay. So did you. <laughs>
1: Everybody knows this movie. It was a very famous movie.
0: I know. It was really good. Yeah. We watched the whole series. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: District. Remember. District. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: But they did live in districts.
1: I know. They lived in districts.
0: You know what's going to happen now? Because this happens. Every time we can't think of something is everybody's going to like oh, they're gonna clown us, us and stuff. Oh, they're going <laughs> to clown like, us. Oh, How yeah. do you guys not know Oh, this? yeah.
1: We're going to get so many replies. <gasps> Hunger
0: Games.
1: Hunger Games. I win. Hunger Games.
0: Hunger Games.
1: All it took was a little motivation for people clowning us.
0: I know. They're still going to clown us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay wait anyway where was i at oh i have one more way that i recharge my battery on a daily go ahead (laughs) um okay so like i said i get really exhausted so there will be times well especially if i don't feel well like i'm that kind of stressed i'll come home and i'll be like like i try to help with the kids as much as i can but i'll tell daryl like listen it's either i go to bed early tonight or i'm gonna be sick the rest of the week And so he's like, Okay, go to bed, bed." yeah. Yeah. So I'll just come go to bed early and usually that will like help out.
1: That's usually when I try to come and cuddle with her. (laughs) 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 Am I making this up? No. I'm like, Oh. I feel bad though. (sighs) And like I wanna make you feel better. And then I I I try to cuddle. And then she, karate kid, chopped me. And kick me away from her. She is cracking up because she knows the truth. We telling the people too much business.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, if I'm asleep. Anyway. So let's tell the people what are the ways that we recharge our batteries on a larger scale?
1: Vacations.
0: That's what I put to. Yep,
1: vacations. Yeah. We usually go somewhere or even if we stay here. We plan out something to where we can go and unwind, disconnect, and enjoy ourselves with the family. Yeah.
0: I'm kind of... We haven't really been on vacation with Vaughn yet. Yeah. And that's coming up for us next week. Yeah. And I'm kind of concerned because every parent says, like, if you take your kids on vacation, it's a trip. It's not a vacation because you're, like, working the whole time because you have kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a vacation, especially when we go somewhere. We're not around people. True. We don't have to.
0: And we'll have like we'll have really somebody clean in our hotel room talk and Yeah. Answer.
1: And like we go we're and going to the beach. Thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: As they we're going to the beach, so we just get to chill. Yeah. So I'm excited for that.
1: So even if I am chasing Vaughn around, like it's on the beach. That's true. It's not around this house.
0: That's true. And we don't have any, we don't have anything planned besides like we booked our hotel. That's it. And that's it. so So it's not like I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm excited for the days when we finally decide to do Disney with the kids, but I'm kind of, it's going to be a lot of work.
1: It's going to be a lot of work, but we're going to do it right. Like we're going to save up our money for years. Yeah. Years. So that we do it right.
0: Stay and, on property. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know how I am. I'll yeah. pay for VIP.
0: That's true. He will. Which yeah. Which I don't mind.
1: And I might have to reach out and, and ask for some of those favors.
0: Yeah, from them Disney connections. From again. the
1: Disney connections, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that's still, like, multiple years yeah, away. Say, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a long time away. Oh, uh, So, then I, wouldn't th- I wouldn't take Vaughn right now to a Disney park. No. Good gracious. New no way. He'd be, like, running all over the place trying to find Mickey, and it would be crazy. So... I do have some tips for people to recharge their batteries. Cause we just talked a little bit about what we do and that's probably pretty similar to what other people do. Um, but there might be other ways and I found some different ways. Um, the first one I thought was kind of cool is set up a meeting with yourself, like set up a one-on-one with yourself to recharge your batteries. I thought this was interesting. Um so basically what this article was saying was that most people that we know rarely have time to think things completely through in this like fast-paced world that we live in because everything is fast-paced, everything is high-tech. And so you're barely taking the time to like reflect and just think. And so the result of this is that we spin our wheels thinking through unnecessary or misguided activities. I do this all the time.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: I mean, I feel like you're better at not doing it than me. I don't know if this I don't know if this affects you, but for me, I will just spin my wheels through unnecessary thinking because I'm just going so fast and I don't slow down at all.
1: Yeah, no, nah, you know I operate a lot slower than you.
0: That's true. <laughs> we talked about that in the last episode.
1: Yes, I, I operate a lot slower than you.
0: And so basically Also, what happens just kind of in this world we live in is we fix other people's problems or we tend to want to fix them instead of fixing our own. I think it really has to do with levels of vulnerability and authenticity and how we feel like we can or can't be vulnerable. But it's a lot easier to fix other people's problems than to fix our problems.
1: Or we think we're fixing other people's problems.
0: Right. (laughs) Or that... And so the suggestion was to give yourself a one-on-one with some unstructured time to think about what's frustrating you and what might be holding you back from achieving your goals. And this also was a no high-tech devices time. Yeah.
1: I think that's really good to do.
0: Yeah. I've never done it, but I've never done I probably it probably should.
1: The closest that we've gotten is, I guess, blocking out our lunch. Yeah. But it's still not that setting up a meeting with yourself.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
1: I wonder what would somebody say? You'd be like, Oh no, I got a meeting. Like, (laughs) oh okay, where are you going? Uh, in my office. Oh, okay, you got people coming in. Nope, it's with me.
0: Me, myself, and I.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got a meeting with yourself? (laughs) I do I sure do. I do. We
0: got a lot of important stuff to talk about. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, the next tip to recharge your batteries is one that we kind of talked about was get away. So maybe go for a walk or go for a drive, if that's your thing. Um, Go on vacation. Just kind of getting away from your typical environment can really give you a fresh perspective on life. I mean, when you go to the same place over and over, you kind of get stale.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you know I like to walk. Oh, yeah. So for me, like going for a walk is it. Going for a drive, I'm good. I want to save my gas.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that either.
1: But I know some people that works for actually have a really good friend that does that. Yeah. Uh, but also they live in like the Orlando area. So going for a drive for them is different than going for a drive for us here in Tallahassee.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So that was a getaway. Just kind of changing your environment can give you a better perspective. Definitely. Um, And then the next tip was to sweat, which we talked about.
1: Big components of this.
0: Yes. Um yes big proponents. Did I say components? Components. Components, proponents, it's all the same. So yeah, we are big proponents of this and the reason obviously we work in recreation. We both think that physical activity and exercise is one of the most important things you can do for self care. Um, But basically endorphins kind of give you this, I talked about it before, but endorphins can give you a very calm and very at ease feeling. And at the same time, it's doing that it can make you feel motivated. Um, Which is really cool, and so this is something that only exercise will do for you. Um, It kind of gives you a neurological boost, right? So you can problem solve a little bit better. So if you're having trouble like figuring out a problem, this is when I go for a walk. Um, If I'm really stuck on a project or I can't motivate myself, I just get like, ugh, I'm my brain is stuck. I can't motivate myself to move to the next part of this project. I will get up and I'll go for a ten or fifteen minute walk, and when I get back. I feel like I can actually tackle it. And usually I have an idea of what I want to be doing. And part of that is the blood flow increases to your brain.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like to get out and, and do stuff and move. Yeah. And also for like a lot of our workshops and stuff, I think that's why we get people up and moving around yeah. a lot and stuff.
0: Yeah. Cause if you're just sitting too long, it just, your body just kind of yeah melts into homeostasis and you're not getting your blood pumping as much.
1: Yeah, we definitely believe in this and support this and encourage this.
0: Yep. And then kind of, well, I almost said opposite. It's not really opposite, though. But you let your brain escape. So this might be reading a book or tuning into a podcast, which you guys are doing. So good job. Um, Or maybe a TV show. Like, we'll really get into Game of Thrones right now because it's on right now. Um, And it just kind of lets you escape reality for a while, which I think is both good and can be a little bit dangerous. But... I think if you know how to use it and use it in moderation, it can be good. But if you go on like a three day Netflix blend binge, <laughs> not blender. Yeah. Netflix, Netflix blender. Netflix binge. Okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't talk. Um, but if you do that, then you probably have an issue. But to just escape for a little while, you know, a show or two, and then you can pick back up and your brain is moved from something else and gone back to whatever you're working on, that can actually help you think and solve problems as well. Um, the next thing is to get creative. And so you kind of hear this a lot with people talking about right brain, left brain activity, but getting like tapping into your creative side, side taps into the other side of your brain. So it can just, it's Really promotes different levels of thinking and different levels of problem solving. Um, so if you get creative, if you just maybe grab one of those coloring books that are so popular, the adult coloring books. Um, have you ever done one of those? No. <laughs> would you? No. Okay. How would I- you get creative?
1: Oh, creative. Yeah. You know I like to garden in the yard and build stuff and. That's true. And try to make stuff and see if I can put stuff together and finding random stuff and seeing if I can make something out of it.
0: That's true. He went and bought, no, you went and scavenged for scrap wood the other weekend and then built this like beautiful, huge planter box. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like how much did you spend on that? And he's like, oh no, nothing. I just went and found the scrap wood and built it. I'm like, oh, (laughs) great. Do like six more like that. Uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) She really did say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it looked really nice. Yeah. Yeah, you did a great job. I agree. Um, the next tip is to talk it out. And so whether that's with your best friend or your partner or your family member or a licensed and certified counselor, it can really help to talk things out. That's right. Sometimes it's problem solving. And sometimes it's just talking and like venting. And even if that's just complaining, sometimes it's all it takes to Feel better.
1: Talk it out. Talk it out. Talk it out. He's like West Side. Talk, talk it out. East Side. Talk it out.
0: I'm like, why are you getting so antsy? Like moving around. And oh, dancing. I'm getting pumped already. Yeah.
1: Now talk it out. Uh, now talk it out. Uh, now talk it out.
0: You are so crazy. <laughs> uh The last tip is to do something that is self-love. That I love might- this. Yeah.
1: We don't do this as much as we would like to, Uh -uh. but I love this one.
0: Yeah. We need to do
1: more of this. Yes. We encourage you all to do more of this.
0: Yeah. Like something that is self-love. Yeah. Something. So like get a pedicure, get a massage, have a glass of wine. That would be easy to do. All we have to do is buy a bottle of wine.
1: (laughs) But I like the other ones though.
0: I know. Uh, Pedicure would be great. Uh, Sit in your favorite spot on the couch when nobody else is there. <laughs> or when there's not mashed up cookie on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went and sat down the other day and it was a hidden toy. Oh man. It hurt, huh? Yes, it did. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Oh I was I'm like, Well, what's the new spill on the couch today? Man, that one year old.
1: <laughs> that boy got cookies. He's got everything. <laughs> everything everywhere
0: Oh, poor kid
1: i just gave up like yeah. we used to just clean it up and wipe it up now like it's like you
0: clean and then 5 seconds later it's like i didn't even do anything
1: exactly it's like as soon as you clean it up he yep. come over there right and he you. just take his face and just <laughs> blow the biggest snot bubble and bury it right there where you just cleaned it i'm and just so like he's come so on, different
0: i never used to do that stuff
1: no nah, she was good <laughs> him I mean, he's a good baby, but he is.
0: But he is just a hot mess.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's
0: why. If you follow us on social media, which you should, because you'll get more of this and some inspiration in the meantime, you'll get to see our kids and we (laughs) call him the hot mess sometimes because he is. Definitely. (laughs) A cute one, but you know, hot mess. Anyway, those are all the tips I have for recharging your batteries. And I think we had a great discussion about stressors. Do you have anything else you want to add to the conversation?
1: No, I think that's good. Awesome. I think we had fun. Yeah. (laughs) The improv. I really enjoyed this. I
0: did too. We did. We wanted to do a more relaxed one after we did so much with the School of Leadership. Yeah. Which were all really good. And we highly recommend that you go listen to them. Definitely. Um, really good points and you're gonna i mean it really is. it was really the school of leadership so yeah. go back and listen to those and then go back and listen to everything else too because
1: it's not all fun and games but we do like to have fun and play games. play days play games play i was games? trying to say i was i don't know what i was saying <laughs> i was trying to i don't know it's not all fun and games but we do like to have fun and play games <laughs>
0: yes not do.
1: go on play dates no i don't know whatever <laughs> anyway hopefully y'all enjoyed this one hopefully <laughs> you could take something away from it if not hopefully you got a good laugh out of it because we had fun making it
0: yeah we did
1: yeah so that's all i have i'm okay. good
0: all right good
1: all right don't be stressed
0: no learn to recharge learn your batteries rechar- yeah
1: go do something yeah. go for a walk go for a
0: walk yeah listen to the podcast Yes. <laughs>
1: While you go for a walk. That's
0: right. Kill two birds with one stone.
1: Absolutely.
0: And then drink a glass of wine right after and you're all set.
1: April said that. I did. I say go get a pedicure. Or that. Okay, cool.
0: Okay, anyway. All right. Until next time.
1: We are out.
0: Hey, everybody. If you like today's episode, please subscribe to the Success in Black and White podcast. You'll get notified every time a new episode is posted, which is every Tuesday.
1: If you love this episode, help us spread the love rate, and leave a review on our iTunes podcast episode. Also, share that you listen on social media and tag us on your posts. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all social media platforms.
0: And mine is April Don Lovett on all social media platforms as well. Thanks for listening. Oh, my gosh. You sound like Keith Sweat.
1: Oh, my goodness. Really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Oh. Oh, did it record?
1: <laughs> yeah.